Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Joel Malkin for WJNO.com, and this is my election spotlight series on the city of Palm Beach Gardens, uh, the municipal election there running in conjunction with Florida's presidential preference primary, uh, March 17th. Uh, early voting begins this Saturday, March 7th, and in Palm Beach Gardens you have one race. It's for the Group 3 seat on the city council. This is, I believe, a citywide race. It's uh, the incumbent uh, city council member, Matthew Lane, uh, facing challenger Chelsea Reed. We have uh, Chelsea Reed on the line. Thank you for joining me. It is absolutely my pleasure. Um, this is your first time we were uh, talking about this, your first time running for any, pretty much any election. Um, but you were saying that you are actually on some, some boards and whatnot, so why don't you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, with pleasure. So I'm on the Palm Beach Gardens uh, Zoning and Planning Board. I am an alternate, but I've been on there for two years, and folks that are on planning stay forever. Uh, I have had the opportunity to get up on the dais like 11 out of 12 times, which has been great. So I feel really comfortable getting up there and um, making decisions for my hometown. And then the other board that I'm on is I am the vice chair of the Citizens Advisory to the Transportation Planning Agency. I know that's a lot of words. So uh, the TPA oversees uh, planning for all transportation here in our county. The advisory board is for District 1. I was appointed by Hal Valish a couple years ago, and I'm supposed to be the voice of understanding uh, traffic here in, in the county for the folks that live in District 1. All right, very well. Um, and uh, something, one of the things, since you're talking about traffic in District 1, the Palm Beach Gardens area, one of the things I brought up uh, uh, with your opponent, uh, the incumbent, Matthew Lane, was uh, I know that they're getting ready, and the, by there I mean the DOT state, getting ready eventually, I don't know when, what, what the latest is, and maybe you can clue us in, but uh, the project involving the entrance and exit ramps to 95 at North Lake Boulevard, and I guess that's going to cause a big ruckus for residents, right? Yeah, it's gone back and forth, and, and the one thing I really try every, to get my voice out with is for give people information about where they can find the information they need. So I would recommend that all of our residents continue to go to the TPA website at tpa.org, um, and that does have a list of every road that's coming to the county in the next 25 years. Um, there'll be links on there. FDOT also has a tremendous amount of information, and all of it is publicly available. We all just need to make sure we... Keep an eye on what's going in our backyard. All right. Um, let me ask you, what do you do as a profession? Uh, is this kind of get to know you a little bit, being that you're the challenger? Yeah, with pleasure. So I began, my husband and I opened our first physical therapy office back in 1994. I was 20, I think I was 23, he was 27, and it was right there in Lowman Plaza. We opened a 4,500-square-foot physical therapy office for anybody who was there back in, in the heyday of Lowman built an indoor pool, and we, uh, we had a great practice. We took wonderful care of our community and provided lots of great jobs and outreach for the area. We did physical therapy for close to three decades together. All right. Um, and right now I am, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I thought you were done. You paused. Go ahead. I did. No, so we just, I'm taking a break now to focus on this campaign. I'm giving it all my 100% effort. 
What made you decide, you know, um, you said you've never run before for any office, and uh, you know what, you, you just wake up and go, I, I feel like running for city council today. But what was, what was beyond that decision? The catalyst, there were two large catalysts. The first one came, and, and I've, been, listen, I've been watching city council for ages. I'm a, a big fan of local government. I'm lucky enough to call a lot of folks in council and in state and county roles good friends. And, you know, I do collaborate them collaborate with them quite a bit on the boards that I already sit on. And I just watch it the way some people watch Netflix. <laughs> so if I can't make it to the meeting, I'm probably on my iPad watching it. And I've watched it over the years. The first time I felt a kick to run for office was back in 2017 when my opponent voted against the park that I felt like our residents really wanted. Um, it was the same year that council had actually done um, a survey that showed that residents wanted more parks and green spaces, um, and I'm sure that people can find out more information about his vote, but that just got me concerned. Um, and then uh, just recently, back in, um, I want to say June or July of 2019, he voted against a Costco gas station that we'd already approved of zoning after sending them back to do more revisions. And um, it was a vote that left my stomach hurting. It just it didn't feel authentic. I didn't know who was uh, helping change his mind. And so that was a Thursday night. I closed my iPad from watching it that night, woke up Friday morning and said, this is it, I'm ready to go. Talked to my husband on Friday, talked to my kids over the weekend. Monday I called the city and asked if I could register. And by Tuesday I was running for office and I had not even told a soul. I just felt it was a, uh, a reaction, a defensive reaction for the city I love. Uh, we need to have good business coming to our city that knows that when they arrive they can go through a process with my city that gets them to the finish line in a way that makes everybody happy. And I feel like he was stopping that. So my opponent has attacked me personally. He's attacked my family and I have done nothing but point out how he votes. That's really the only reason I ran was I felt really strongly about defending my city. Now, in, in speaking with um, uh, Councilmember Lane uh, about how he votes, he was uh, talking about, you know, one of the things he, he votes against is overdevelopment of the city, and he says he's very fiscally responsible in his votes, and when he looks over mm -hmm. certain certain things uh, that, you know, items uh, that he, you know, he wants to make sure that the city's not overspending. Um, so I wanted to... Yeah, well, yeah, that. our city budget is impeccable. It is impeccable, and Everybody on council is fiscally aware. You can't be in council and not be fiscally aware. We have a, we're in the trajectory of hurricanes way too often to play around with the budget. So that's great. He should be if he's in council. Anyone who's in council should be fiscally aware. Uh, I, I tip my hat off to everyone who does this job. It's not an easy one, but everybody's fiscally responsible on that council and probably every council in this country. Um, also I know, the other I, I ran a business for thirty years, so you know you know how to run a budget. <laughs> the other uh, the other thing that he had, you know discussed was was that he he claims that he was the only one that voted for what he calls term limits. Now you do have term limits in gardens now. Of course, this had been a contentious issue over the last several years. But uh, um, mm -hmm. as it speaks, I believe the the charter says that you know it's two three year terms consecutively. You can sit out, I believe, a term, and then you can run again. And he says he was the only one that voted. Uh, in favor of getting rid of that, and just two, two four-year terms, and you're done. But obviously, that didn't get put in. So, how do you feel about the term limit issue? Well, I think that if you look at it, I don't know how many people showed up and voted for voting day that day, but we have over fifty-six thousand residents, and they actually were the ones who voted for term limits. So, he certainly couldn't be the only one if the whole city agreed with him. Um, I think term limits are an effective way to keep your leadership sharp. 
Um, I personally, I think two, four years would have been great uh, because sometimes when someone comes into office, they aren't prepared. Um, and I took that really seriously, knowing that there are two, three-year term limits ahead of me if I win. I'm running into this, ready to go. I've got deep knowledge of my city, having lived here for most of my life. I understand zoning from my time on the zoning board. I understand transportation and mobility from my time on the transportation planning agency. Even if I only get three years, I know I'm going to be effective because I'm prepared. People have gotten elected before that never even went to a council meeting. So I think, you know, if you have folks like that that you're electing, then, yeah, three years isn't going to be enough. But if you're putting in people who are effective and care about what the citizens want, we're going to get things done. All right. And uh, before we wrap up, did you want to talk about endorsements? Yeah, I'm thrilled. I just got the Palm Beach Post endorsement today. Um, I'm also really proud of the fact that North Pack has chosen not to endorse either candidate, which I take as a vote of confidence. Uh, generally speaking, endorsements run along, uh, you know, incumbency and party line. I've gotten endorsements from people as high as Congress and other folks in councils with school boards. And the thing I'm most proud of is that almost all of my endorsements are from people who are current elected officials. Um, I don't have my, my list in front of me, but I think about 23 out of the 37 folks, uh, including organizations that have endorsed me, are actually sitting in office. They aren't former elected like my opponents are primarily formally elected. These are the people I've been working with for years as either a volunteer, been volunteering here since I was five, as a business person, or they've gotten to work with me in my capacity as board. So the fact that I have you know, all this much support from current elected officials is, is really buoying. And I have to be honest with you, the Palm Beach Post this morning, which I've been reading the funnies since I can remember from the Palm Beach Post since I was a kid, um, you know, a hometown thing coming home. All right. Well, Chelsea Reed, uh, going up against the incumbent, Matthew Lane, uh, Group 3. This is a citywide uh, election, correct? Yes, it is. It, yeah, the fact that it says Group 3 doesn't matter. is a large seat for anyone who lives in Palm Beach Gardens. All right. We, and we hope people will get out and, and, and vote. You know, in, in addition, yeah, there, there's been some uh, a misunderstanding regarding the presidential preference primary uh, in that it's yeah. been reported if you're, you know, if you're not a Republican or a Democrat, you can't vote. Well, that's not true. You just can't vote at the top of that ticket, but you can vote on these local municipal elections, uh, whatever you're, uh, whatever you're uh, uh, a party of or even if you have no party affiliation. So, uh, exactly. So yeah. It's supposed to be a nonpartisan race. So if you are no party or independent, the only thing on your ballot will be this election. Uh, if you're a Democrat, you'll have your presidents on the top and then this race on the bottom. And if you're a Republican, you'll be in the same, uh, same situation where you have the presidents running, right. people running for the presidential office and then uh, the municipals on the bottom. All so right. just go all the way down to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chelsea Reed, thank you for joining me. Thanks for your time, Joel. You have a wonderful day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.